0: Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG. Our hug, as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie?
1: I refuse to poop in the toilet. I'm going to poop in my pants and you're going to clean it up. Paula? You know, Walmart's finest. I imagine that's how Mother's Day will go.
0: This year. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth.
1: Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode two zero nine, but it is also the mother of all episodes. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, you know what? That went a lot better than I expected. I know. It went a lot. I feel like my voice is like two octaves lower today because had to, we were talking before the show about our allergies, and I know we talk about our allergies like almost every week. <laughs> But they were really, really bad last night. And so I took two Benadryl. And I was in a coma, essentially, until like 9.30. Jamie's hungover. I'm a little hungover, <laughs> drug hungover. So I feel like I'm talking like Kathleen Turner. Like I'm super low-voiced. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I just can't do I'm trying really hard. And it's like, good morning. It's like I sound like I smoked two packs of cigarettes. It's ridiculous. So if I sound like a man, that's what it is. I'm not... I'm not transitioning, everyone. Like, I'm, I'm just, not a man. I'm not. I'm just tired. And I've had two Benadryl. So anyway, so welcome to The Ugly Truth, everybody. It's the Mother Ball episodes, our annual Mother's Day episode. And it was funny because um, when you and I were talking about the outline last night, I was telling Daryl, I said, yeah, Mother's Day is next week. But I feel like if we wait too long, it when the show drops on Mother's Day, it'll be a little outdated. Even if you don't listen until, you know, a month or a week later, it still feels like we should do it a little earlier, right? I right. mean,
2: I mean, there's the people who listen right away, but then yeah. there's the people who listen like, you know, during a, the cu- week. a couple of weeks later or right. maybe even, you know, the week later and then they're just like, Mother's Day,
1: that or What? You know, yeah, that happened. was a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But thanks for the downloads and, and purchasing through our ugly mall. Avon has picked up a little bit of a pace and always Amazon, we're always getting purchases through amazon which i i mean it, it's not really i mean i would love for it to be a, a lot of money that we get back but the reality is is that the fact that anyone clicks through our amazon link is a big deal to me because there are much bigger podcasts where they make a lot of money through their amazon you guys choose us that's I always true. appreciate that i always appreciate that slow and steady wins the race. Right? We're just the tortoises of the podcast we world. Are. We're the tortoise. <laughs> We're the little tortoise.
2: And Joe Rogan's is the hare. He's the hare, and then he shoots it and eats it. But that's okay. <laughs> that's and he,
1: all right. And he looks like he might be hairy. I don't know. Oh, he talks he, he has talked about the, the level of hair on his body. Jeez. It's, it's extreme. Well he's I think he has a lot of testosterone, I would I would gather, <laughs> you know, just based on his life. I actually think Joe Rogan's really cute. I I like him when he's a little thinner because sometimes he bulks up quite a bit. Yeah. He goes through his phases where he feels like he has to be beefy. But when he thins out, I think he's a really good looking dude. You know who
2: actually um, surprised me? Because I've been watching The Ultimate Fighter this season. Do you guys watch it or no?
1: I catch glimpses of it. Daryl, he thinks they're all douchebags. (laughs) So he has a hard time watching those shows. I like TJ Dillashaw. So
2: oh, you I do. I li- so I'll watch him. Cody Garbrandt's on there, but he brought Uriah Faber as one of his coaches. So yes. I like Uriah Faber yes. too. So it's I'm like a little conflicted, but I still watch well, the show anyway. And it's fun so to watch them all. They have Dana White on there, but this show yeah. is called Redemption. So every fighter that's um, on there has been on one of the previous seasons. Oh, so they're they're getting a second. They're shot. getting a second chance. So what's weird though is they'll show someone from like season. Seven yes. and they'll show Dana White and he looks so Different oh, like really? He has gotten huge and oh, i He's gotten bigger I, I don't Know if he's gotten fat or If he's just gotten like <laughs> Muscular or both I don't know What it is but Dana White is just Like he's he a looks dude. he looks Fat
1: now actually to well, me he could be fat I mean he's getting older and He's very very wealthy <laughs> So, <laughs> so he, you know what more Could you possibly want I don't know, to be thin. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know for, uh, for for anyone to say, unless you're Dana White, and I don't know if he's married or not, but it's, you know, the reality is, is they get access to some of the best steroids on the planet. Yeah, I mean, they get access true. to some of the best stuff ever. And he's not getting tested because he doesn't fight. So it's like, hey, yeah, this is true. really weird. Why not? Juice up. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true. I would I would venture to guess that I'm sure they've all dabbled because they all have that same look. You know, it's one point or another. So it's possible that they all do that off and on in their lives, because why not? But I mean, and it is kind of obvious if they're bulking up. I mean, it's like you have time to look like that. Wow, that's awesome. Because you're a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, great. pretty much. Interesting. Anyway. OK, so we digress. And also today, with the exception of it being the Mother of All episodes, it's also Cinco de Mayo. Oh, well, that's fun to say. Well, we're supposed to be excited about it.
2: (laughs) It's true. That is true. The independence of our people.
1: No, actually, that's what I was going to tell you, is that Mexican Independence Day is in September. Today is the celebration of the unlikely war against Spain in May, like in the 1800s at some point. It's, It's a celebration of a really unlikely win that the Mexican army had against a huge, ridiculously large army. And they won. And I think it happened in... Mexico. That's why you don't mess with us. You know what? Seriously, don't underestimate Mexicans, man. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've known, we've known, you know, obviously we know many and you never underestimate it. And then we'll just rub it in your face when we do it too, which is great. (laughs) So never underestimate a Mexican because it's just not selena and refried beans and frijoles and chorizo it's you know they're hardcore
2: as one of so, the ultimate fighters says i'll do this till the wheels fall off pretty much
1: <laughs> we don't let grudges go either ever <laughs> no, ever we ever. don't, we don't forget nor do we let you forget that we remember
2: i know every I hate single that. time sometimes i wish i could let things go you know Uh, Make my life a lot happier.
1: Sometimes I go, I wonder what it's like to forgive people. (laughs) I I don't know. I have no idea what that feels like. But you know what? It passes and then I move on. (laughs) So I don't know. sometimes I think I get angrier the older
2: I get. Like, I get ma- like madder about it than sometimes. Like, yes. if I was at the time when it happened,
1: I, I'm like you. I think, you know, I really let them go. I really let them off easy back then. At the time, yeah. Because now, if that happened again, it would not go so smoothly. And then you're right. And you're like, you know what? I was justified in hating that person forever. So great. It's Next. true. It's true. It's true. So you said you want to talk about the outdoors. Well, I mean, before since... we get into our mothering, I thought I'd ask you about that. <laughs>
2: Briefly. And I don't know if Daryl has started to engage in his favorite all-time sport, but fishing it is it is fishing season okay and so and you guys
1: yeah you guys were all in last year
2: well we were until our stuff got stolen out of our right. car <laughs> and right. so right. we had to go buy all new stuff which you know what yeah. were we out like 150 bucks because you know fishing is like one of it's the cheapest cheap. sports ever it's true so we decided to get our licenses we took mm-hmm. the kids out we went to the river okay Note to self, you can't fish at the river right now. No, uh, it's blown out. It, it's it, completely blown out. And it is. It's like that movie uh, with Meryl <laughs> Streep in it. Oh, yes. Wild the, River the, or the River Wild or something like wild. that. Yes. I mean, it is so rip roaring that it's yes. just like, you know, if you threw a line in there, your fishing pole would
1: go with it. OK. Side note before you tell me, did you see the news story of the five women who were on a raft in the American River and the the rapids were so strong that they got stuck under the walk, the, the footbridge over by where I live? I think I heard about that. OK, so I'm watching it. And, you know, because we've had unusually hot weather this week. It was like in the 90s. Yeah. And so these these five young ladies and they were not they were probably in their 20s, you know. They donned on their bathing suits and got on this raft and in and of itself is not a bad thing. And they actually, some of them actually even had life jackets on. Thank God. So they weren't being stupid and they weren't drunk or anything. They just thought, oh, what a fun day. It's 92 degrees. Let's go on the river. You yeah. Know? The... Why don't you look at the current before you right. get in the water, you dummy? And it looks from the, from the shoreline over by where I live by the river, it, it, it looks really tranquil. It's clear. It's it's nice and cool. It feels good. But this is s- melted snow right now. There's nothing other than that, and it's blowing down the the rap. It's just rapid. I don't know.
2: I mean, you can't you can't tell me that if you didn't just look at the surface and like what like th- threw a <laughs> stick in there and not tell me and that. And see it go
1: swinging off like that blowing the thing off the would side. go like
2: 25 miles per hour because
1: yeah. So they get on this raft and they're floating down. Woo-hoo! They had probably been on that raft five minutes, and they get under the footbridge, and it is like... Like what you said, it would rip your fishing pole right out of your hand it, it's, so fast. It's so
2: ridiculous. I mean, they right. it would have crushed their skulls if they had
1: literally got like like capsized or something like so that. So they their raft hits the footbridge because it's a big raft and they can't get under it because it's pretty high. It's not as low. You you can't. You could probably float under it, but you probably have to practically lay down. Yeah. So. The water and the hitting of the concrete footbridge destroys their raft. And now they're hanging on for dear life under the footbridge. (laughs) And so the fire department had to come and rescue them. Oh, my God. They're all fine. But here's, tell me what you would think if you saw the news story. They show footage of the girls standing on the side, waiting to walk back around to their car. They're all in their bikinis. I'd refuse to. I'd be like, give me that. (laughs) (laughs) Paula? They shouldn't be wearing bikinis.
2: Of course. What were they
1: thinking? I would be like, "Don't run the story." Period. <laughs> when I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, going, "Oh my god!" I'm so glad they had life jackets on, and you know, you can see them clinging onto the little, you know, concrete p- pylons underneath the water. And not not only is it you know, they could have died. They could have fr- froze to death because it's like, you know, the water's like 45, 50 degrees right now. Oh my so I'm God. like, oh, thank goodness. And then they show the footage of them standing there watching their friends getting rescued and they're wearing white bikinis. Now, no one has a tan yet. Number one. Oh, my God. And very few people who would be dumb enough to get in the water right now have bikini bodies. <laughs> Under belly of a fish it with a was- white bikini on. <laughs> And I'm looking at them, going. Daryl was standing behind, beside me, and they showed that footage, and went, "Oh my God! I would rather drown <laughs> than see that." If that was me, I'd be like, I would have been sitting there crying, going, "I should have just drowned.
2: God. I should have just died." That's not even an ugly and awkward moment. That's just like an an ugly <sighs> and
1: stupid moment. Oh my goodness! And I'm like, I, if I saw that of myself, I'm like, well, I'm never wearing bikinis again, ever in my entire life. Okay, I would never get on a raft in the river well, unless
2: I was doing one of those like. You when know, you had a helmet on. where I had a professional sitting in the seat in the back <laughs> that you know, like a tour guide person. You right, know, where and, I'm
1: strapped into this, canoe. and I was in a group
2: <laughs> with like a life vest on. I know I've done that before, and that was fun. But they take you on like a trail where they know every current and like They're every not, rapid, and no you know surprises. they know it like like a street. You know, I've always
1: wanted to do that. I've never done that. I've always wanted it's to fun. do the, the rapids. It's I think it
2: would be fun, fun. Yeah. and they yeah. even do the thing where they get your ear- Raft to go backwards, and they're like, "Everybody smile!" And there's a
1: camera person oh, they on shore a picture and yeah, <laughs> everyone's got. And their it makes it on. look all
2: cool, like you're all up in the air and everything. That's
1: awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be fun. And and American River actually does have some pretty cool rapid trips right. that you can do. So so anyway, so we took
2: them to the American River, and clearly it was just not fishing conditions. No. So we told the girls they b- brought their bathing suits though, and I'm just like, "Well, you're not getting in the water." Or you can forget it I'm like you can get Your ankles in there Yeah I you said. can like Wade But you're not But sweating. they're like Then they're like Oh Oh, and then when oh, they got please. their ankles in there, they're like, "Ew, it's cold." Yeah, it's <laughs> so, like ice. it is ice water. Literally. Oh, I'm like, oh, what? You don't want to go swimming? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Ryan's like, I'm not going in there. Ryan won't even try it. So the next day, Victor had the day off, but the kids were at school, and he's just like, "Hey, you want to go fishing?" And I'm like, "You mean just the two of us?" And he's just like, "Yeah." And I'm just <laughs> like, "Um, I guess." And Weird. so. No, gonna,
1: I'd be like, are you going to push me in? Like, what's your plan? <laughs> no.
2: So it was like a little date. So we go out sure. to this little lake that we usually go to. It was so flippin windy. <gasps> it was so yes. windy that day. <laughs> and it started to get freezing. And You're like, I'm not having fun. Silly me thinking like, oh, my God, it's so cold and windy. I'm like, there's no way I can get sunburned. Oh, no! And so of course, my shoulders and chest are like charred oh no victor decides to get up and go to the bathroom and so we have those little chairs that like you know fold up to like straws you know so i'm sitting there fishing all of a sudden victor's chair blows off the dock and into the little water behind us and so i run over and i lay on my stomach and i reach my hand into the water and i'm like no because i'm trying to grab it and it's just like oh no it's gone Anyways, I was about to dive in to grab the chair. And, a and then all chair. the and all of a sudden I hear Victor, what are you doing? Like, your chair. <laughs> and your I'm chair. like, I'm like, your chair blew in. And I'm like, I was about to dive in and go out and get it. Because um, he's like, I know. He's like, that's why I was running. Because I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: so, that probably looked funny from far away.
2: What was funny is, is that. He had cast his line and he had his fishing pole tucked into the chair. And so, what he did is he pulled his line from the other side. It was still in the water. And so, he was able to pull his line from his fishing pole and pull up the chair from the water. Can you believe that?
1: No, that's crazy. Anyway, Well I'm glad you salvaged the $5 CVS chair my I know goodness. I know Like it was worth it But <laughs> No you know what It's the principle of the thing No one likes to lose stuff I know it's just You dude. don't want to lose it, was it. A,
2: But then so we had a wet leg chair That we had to bring back And I'm just like Oh mom do you think that's going to smell I'm like I don't know if I want <laughs> that in my
1: car Let's just put Let's just leave that here for someone
2: So and then of someone course Someone like it His daughter's just like I think we should go camping That'd be fun And I'm like Oh my god up. Let's slow down here I'm like first of all Ma, We don't have anything camping camping and that's not an accident. So,
1: Daryl loves camping. I have 0 and I mean less than 0 desire to do it. I don't care about the outdoors or nature or the smell of the morning campfire. None of that appeals to me. I'm I just don't want to do it. There are bugs, there are creatures, it's cold. It doesn't I don't care. It th- it is literally something I don't want to do. But Malia's never been camping. Oh, okay. Which will segue us into our mothering. So, of course, (laughs) if someone said, hey, we're going to go camping, I'd be like, nope, not me. Thank you. But now Malia goes, but Malia, my child, mom, I've never been camping before. And of course, now it's like a travesty that our child has never gone camping and she's 16. We've been camping several times with the kids, uh, minus Malia. We went all the time because it's cheap for the most part. Mm-hmm. and it's really really fun for them and we've gone with friends and you know we've done the whole thing so the fact that Malia came at a different time of our lives where we did not do camping is unfortunate so right no you came into our life after we had nice
2: things and we had money so we didn't <laughs> we have had, to, we don't have to yeah. do those things anymore yeah, we, when
1: you were born we had money to stay at the four seasons <laughs> that's what, we took you to Hawaii
0: The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free, so we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hi, Hugs. Mother's Day is
1: right around the corner, and if you are looking to find a gift of appreciation for that special mom in your life... Amazon.com has a Mother's Day gift shop with several options for everybody, and you know how much I love my options. You can also buy your greeting cards, and I love that too, because if you wait till the last minute, there's nothing left in the stores. So head on over to the Ugly Truth website, click the Amazon link, type in Mother's Day, and you will find this gorgeous shop full of items for you to peruse. Happy Mother's Day. Bye, eggs.
0: You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show.
2: All
1: right. So we, now we have to get into the mothering, of, our segment of motherhood. If you're responsible for another person, creature <laughs> then yes, you if are a, a mother. Yes, you're responsible for a human being. You're a mother. All right. So we are mothers, actually, all of us, all of our sisters. We've all birthed children. And so now I'm the oldest and I was the first to have children. I have adult and older teenager children. So I've been through all the phases. Now, of course, I'm not a grandmother or anything like that. So I still have other phases to go. You know what I said to Victor the other night, just
2: quickly? What? I said... Because nobody has grandchildren yet, but we d- no. we have children old enough to yes. be parents. Yes, and I'm just like I swear to God, if I'm the first <laughs> grandparent, I'm like I will never live that down because ever <laughs> I don't have children old enough to be parents. But I mean, Not I yet. have I have kids approaching like teenager to be like make stupid decisions.
1: Yes, and, you're, you're close. And I'm
2: just like, God, I'm like, if my other sisters could get through that phase and not screw it up, then I'd better lame. for damn sure get my children through that phase and not screw it up because I will be so pissed if yeah, I was the I know. one that didn't know. make it. Like, I'll be it's mad. It's true. That's how I look at motherhood. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm so close for no one screwing up their lives. Yeah, really? Anyway, so I was going to tell you, we're not really going in any order, but you know, because I have older teenager and adult children, it's interesting how the parenting has completely changed because now you're seeing all the stuff that you did when you were when they were little, they start throwing that back in your face or you get to see the things that you neglected to teach them when they're in their 20s. You're like, why didn't I tell you about that? How do you not know about that? You know, it's interesting. Additionally, I'm starting to have to meet significant others. Mm -hmm. You know, that's actually the hardest part is who they choose to couple with. Because that, some, that sometimes is a reflection of their childhood, right? Yeah, I
2: would think. Well, and especially at her age... It's not like they're just saying their boyfriend-girlfriend and calling it a day. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. I'm sure there's other things that come with
1: it. So, Well, all their baggage comes with who they decide to settle in with. Now, of course, Natalie, are you know, she's married. And so I'm kind of pushing that. I didn't birth her. I mean, I, I helped raise her, but she has her mother. Yeah. So that's a completely separate situation. But my son and then my two daughters... None of them want for coupling. I mean, they're always with somebody if they choose to be. If they're single, it's because they choose to be single, essentially. But my son is with someone who is incredibly brilliant. Like, she's super, super, super smart. Mm -hmm. And I really like her. I mean, everybody has their baggage, but I actually really like her. And it's funny because the other day he came over and, you know, his birthday was earlier. And I said, not even thinking about it, I go, is what's her name coming? And he goes... You mean the girlfriend that I'm living with and I've been together with for three years? Yes, Aaron will be there. I'm like, (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I felt so bad. And he was really offended. Oh. Well, it was because, you know what it was, is I wasn't even like, I wasn't even looking at him when I was talking. You were just dismissing. I was just saying it very dismissively and he was offended. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I meant Erin, honey. I'm sorry. He goes, yes, mother. I love her. I'm like, all right. I'm sorry. Get over I it. I know, you know what I meant. <laughs> I'm like, Tyler, I can't even remember your name half the time. Why are you giving me crap about this? Jeez. But I said, yes. I said, I I'm sorry. And I actually really like her. I. She's a really sweet, smart girl. I really, right. really like her. And then now Kenzie is dating someone and he's a good egg and you would really like him yeah yeah, i I haven't but you've told me about him they're like perfectly matched he really keeps her centered which is interesting because that's what we do for her we've had dinner with them twice now and we're going out with them tonight to see a movie and he just absolutely loves hanging out with us and not in a weird way he just he's comfortable around us and i'm like god i wish she had met him like four years from now when she's like ready to get married well they can just stay together and you know Dude, they're growing up. Well, when when Ryan brings a girl over when he's out of high school and he's, you know, so close to being a man and, you know, I mean, like independent and everything. And they start bringing potential mates over. And the thing is, is once you hit a certain age, any time after that, they could literally say, oh, we're getting hitched. You know, this is it. You know, you're like and then all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, wait a minute. No. (laughs) Right. No. It's, there's always a reason, at least my knee-jerk reaction when that happens is my first reaction is like, no, absolutely not. Uh, you're too young. You right. can't take care of each other. What happens if you're pregnant? Are you pregnant? Right. You know, it's, it's it's panic. It's never, and the thing is, is like I've seen commercials where they show kids driving off to college, and it's like, okay, well, good luck. Call us when you get there. It's well, not like that. You know, in this day and age, I mean, maybe in bigger metropolises,
2: people are getting married older but like in the flyover states like 20 23 24 that's that's pretty normal yeah because they've they've already finished college so i mean they they've got their jobs
1: i don't know i mean i don't think it matters where you live if you if you decide to get married you get married and you know economically i mean they're buying they're buying houses by then you know well i don't (laughs) According to people in the flyover states, they're poverty stricken and can do nothing. So
2: no, but I'm just saying like the kids that have been like, you know, that met in college and, you know, dated, dated two years, got engaged, got married and, you know, finished college, graduated, got their jobs, and now they're
1: ready to buy a house. Yeah. You know, that that can happen by like 23, Of course 24. it can. I, I mean, I have, I have yet to see that. And I know a lot of people who have children my age, but I know it does happen. But I don't really care about anybody else. I only care about mine. And I well, don't I want mean, them getting married. <laughs> I you, but you also married. know, you know, mentally, it, who, who would be ready for that and who wouldn't be. I mean... There's a lot of naysayers who say, I married my high school sweetheart and we've been together for 30 years. And I'm like, well, congratulations. I'm sure it's been a, I'm sure it's been a, it's been a honeymoon, right? For 30 years. It's been wonderful every single day. Give me a break. Think about about what you probably could have accomplished if you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. That would be my retort. I know. But you know what? Everybody has their own path. It's just that for my children specifically as their mother, I am not ready for them to leap into something that because I know them down to their core, they're not ready for. And when that happens to you, you will totally know. But I have to say that I am totally I am not hating this phase so far of them trying out potential life mates. I'm actually yeah. not hating it because they're making good choices. They're good people. They're not perfect, but no one's perfect. Well, it sounds like the with you
2: and and producer dub Mm. you guys have already like laid all the foundations that you can best now it's like you're just kind of crossing your fingers to hope that you've done it the best you can and and now
1: it's just now it's just fine tuning right yes you know and it and i always throw this out there i'm like look if you can find someone who will work as hard as your debt for the women the ladies in my life if you can find someone who is willing to protect and love and take care of you as best as your father did, I'm all in on it. Right. You know, if or even if I see the potential, I'm not saying you have to marry someone who has all that in place, but if they have those qualities, great. I'm all in on it. And, you know, Malia is still too little. She's just in high school, so I don't expect that from her. But now the, the right. older ones, you know, and that goes for my son, too. I don't want someone who's a, you know, a siphon who just takes 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 and doesn't take care of him I want someone right. who takes care of him so brings something to the relationship you know whatever right. not just what existing in it
2: Fulfills some sort of needs or right. you know that he has and so the
1: other thing that I find that I really appreciate is that both of these people they think that my kids are gorgeous <laughs> I love that. Well, that's great. I, I mean, love gosh, that. I would hope that. Well, you, you know, I mean, you know, just generally speaking, if you saw them, you would go, yeah, they're good looking people. But they are like complete like, oh, yeah, they're so, you know, cute or so beautiful or whatever. And they say that actively in front of people. And I think that's Aww. I love that right don't you love
2: that yeah because
1: to me that's just a it's a pure they're not even thinking about it they're like oh well you know like the other day we were talking and Kenzie said something and to me I tell Kenzie all the time I'm like well you are beautiful I mean there's no there's no debate about it it's just you are you're very fortunate that you have this amazing hair you know all this stuff and he turned to her and he goes She's stunning. <laughs> I'm like, oh my Aww. goodness, oh my goodness, That's so sweet. It
2: is sweet. even my seven year old got called a beautiful woman by a fellow classmate. Oh my god, can, can, you, can you please <laughs> give me some details on this? I don't have any other than she was sitting under a tree on some roots, and she said that one of the other classmates came. And sat on the other roots next to her. Yes. And he said that she was a beautiful woman and that he wanted to marry her and he wanted to have babies with her. (gasps) And so she she got up and walked away. Oh. And because she's not having it. Well, no. She came home and said that she needed to change her name to Jennifer and (laughs) she was going to walk to china
1: to get as far away as possible from this person (laughs) and she would get a job at chipotle i don't don't know that will solve all her problems (laughs) wow that's so bizarre that is so cute i mean it's cute but it's weird kids are weird kids are weird (laughs) but you know what you can't you can't blame a guy for trying
2: (laughs) no i can't but that actually it's funny you say that because i have an 11 and a half year old Mm -hmm. and then i have a 13 year old who's turning 14 this month okay so my 11 and a half year old, he's been for the last month on Tuesdays and Thursdays after school, he's been practicing um, track and field because there's going to be one day, which is the Saturday. The district track is it is the track and field event where all the schools come, right? He's decided to do uh, the discus, okay. the shot put. And the one hundred meter sprint. All right. And so yes. Okay. So of course he has to be there at eight a.m. Of course. And where? And where uh, is it? Some park. Is I it don't know. is it near you or is it one of those no, ones where you thank have to come God out to Bella Vista a, out on no. the other side of town? It's it's by me. Thank thank God. goodness. <laughs> you know he's very excited. Yeah. He, he got a T-shirt and. I think it cost me like twelve dollars to do this. Sure, of sure. course, you know it wasn't free. But no, pay to play. So uh, his tennis shoes that he got for Christmas have broken, Ugh, and so, so now he needs I'm, new
1: sh- running shoes. I'm like,
2: you mean the eighty dollars Nikes we got you for Christmas? And he's like, yeah, the heel fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, so I had to take him to buy new shoes because I couldn't have him running
1: around, with you his know, heel the track flapping. The heel, with his heel flapping around. So. <laughs> What is it with we, you and the flaps lately? Last week it was gas flap. This this week it's Nike flap.
2: <laughs> it's ridiculous. So he got new shoes. He put them on last night and I told him to take out the trash. And I said, "Yeah, I'll see if they make you run faster, which oh, I always tell the kids when I they get too. their new shoes. Yes. And so he new came back and he's, like, and he's like, I think they do make me oh, run faster. <laughs> perfect. That's so cute so. that that still works. <laughs> But I, uh, Jamie, he, this is the last pair in the boy size. Yeah. The next size I'll buy him is a men's size. Yep. That's,
1: He's well, 11. He's 11. He'll be 12 in months and he'll be. He's not a man. Boys go, so, well, they're in man bodies. They're man children. They're not really men. <laughs> they're man Jeez. childs. That's what they are until, I don't know. Uh, you know what, Tyler is still a child in my mind, but you know, I would say probably until their junior or senior year, senior year is when they start, they, you look at them and go, yeah, you're not a little boy anymore. You, now you look like a man and you're kind of acting like a man. But before that, they're just like big old puppies. Big, big ass paws. Break, I couldn't They believe break everything. It. Yeah. Eat everything. And then
2: like in the boys clothes, he's in the largest size boys' clothes possible. Well, he's very big. I mean I don't mean fat I, big, I mean No, tall I know. And just he's giant. A, he is a big boy. Yes, I mean I do look at him and then he's told me about the kids that like tried to bully him before. Oh please. So I come to school and I expect to see like, you know, some gargantuan big children. And I look around, and I'm just like, "You're the biggest kid here." I'm, I'm like, "They're like tic tacs." I'm <laughs> like, "What are you afraid of?" No I'm kidding. like, Ryan, I'm like, you could
1: smear that kid out in two seconds. You could literally if you wanted to take your two fingers and squish their little bodies. They're they're so little. I don't think he realizes how big he is. Uh, no, they usually don't. They usually don't. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's true, and it was funny. Like I said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, my son t- turned twenty. Five. And, you know, yes, I was very young when I had him, and it's fine. I'm glad I had him and I wouldn't have it any other way. But it's interesting that he's and he's a bit of a late bloomer anyway, because he had quite a rough go of it in his teenage years. So he's kind of a little behind what a normal what you would think a normal 25 year old would be doing right now. But he's living on his own. He's paying his way. And what more can you ask for? I mean, he's literally taking care of himself, which I honestly never thought would happen. So it's a big win for me. Anyway, we took him to dinner for his birthday and um, really fun drinking with your son. It's fun. <laughs> Daryl loves it. And so that part's really fun. But and his girlfriend goes, it's so weird drinking in public with people with you. And I'm like, oh, get over it. It's fun. This is the best part, right? These are the fun times. Let's enjoy it. So I, I turn to him and I always do this every year. I, I get a little weepy around his birthday obviously and I think I literally was thinking about the day I had him and how effing young I was and how I knew nothing and I looked at him tearfully I'm like I I wish I could do it again knowing what I know now because I'm such a good mother now compared to what I was back then and he goes yeah I wish I was I wish I could do it again too I'm like you do he's like yes it's expensive being an adult I'm like oh okay yes you're right (laughs) <laughs> it is expensive being an adult I thought maybe you just want to be my little boy again he's like well I guess but at least I wouldn't be paying for anything and I'm like okay I see where our brain is it has nothing to do with the love of a mother it has everything to do with having to pay for everything
2: of course it doesn't it, they'll, they'll <laughs> never stop wanting I can't tell you how many times I take my kids shopping and I buy that my my kids want for nothing absolutely absolutely yeah nothing right and we will go shopping and they just want more and Mm -hmm. more and more and more and when they don't get it they like get disappointed and like pout and everything and i'm just like well they don't literally just got like 150 dollars worth of brand new clothes just you just you you know you
1: you special little thing
2: for you know someone who is tiny that's a lot and it's always your fault and you're pouting because I don't want to buy you a $6 bathing suit because right. you already have a bathing suit. Right.
1: Well, it's funny because um, what we were talking about earlier about being the mom is it's not the, the expectations that children have for their mothers is very different than their dads. You know, you're telling me about this track meet and all this other stuff that you have to do and the band, the recital that you wanted to, you know, die at. It's not enough just to go. They have to see that you're there and they have to see that you're enjoying it. That's the yes. role of the mom. It's like, mom, you know, we're, we're going to this. You're like, fine. Yes. So you're going to go to this track meet and he's going to look for you and wave. And then yes. you're going to have to smile and wave back. And then every time he completes a thing, you're going to have to be. I saw it. Yes. Yes. I did uh, see you. I did. Yeah, I did. I mom, did. you weren't looking. I was looking. Honey. <laughs> I, I saw you did such a good job. Really good job. <laughs> you you have, to, you have to do that. Dads don't have to do that. No. Of course, uh,
2: meanwhile, I'll have to be, you know, watching for a flying discs to my <laughs> head thrown by, yeah. you know, eleven year olds. Some other kid. I'm not, I'm not confident about, you know, a shock put <laughs> right. being thrown by a fourth grader.
1: <laughs> Just be on the other side. Like, Can we
2: get some nets up? Is, is there any kind of barrier, <laughs> Jamie? I'm legitimately frightened Just, because, you know. Yes. I well, just sit
1: in the stands. You should be. all right.
2: I don't know where I'm going to stand, but I mean, uh, I'm just I'm I'm not scared about Ryan. I'm just scared about, you others. know, some other kid. Some others. I, I'm just glad they've been practicing for four weeks. Uh, so I know. Hopefully they just get the direction down.
1: So I know. think the phases, the phases of a mom is, you know, you bo- you, you know, you get them when they're tiny. For the most part, you get them when they're little. And that's the easy part. They're cute they're fully reliant upon you so it's basically basically your skill level is how how much they're going to survive infanthood (laughs) hopefully it's not too bad (laughs) i never dropped anybody
2: (laughs) and and believe me they're they're resilient it's hard that you won't kill them
1: yeah you can't it's really hard to do that so you've got that although you know what i really i really loved being a taking care of them when they were babies it i really did i didn't mind it yeah i didn't mind the lack of sleep or all the pooping or whatever where it starts to where where you start to lose the shine of parenting is when they're potty training i think that's like the worst for me is potty training
2: that phase is so horrible it's horrible
1: because they're so stubborn the frustration level it reaches an all-time high yeah because they're willful (laughs) they're like i refuse to poop in the toilet i'm gonna poop in my pants and you're gonna clean it up because you will if someone had told me or not told me
2: if someone had made me listen and believe that <laughs> they will do it w- when they feel like it. Yeah. Then that would have saved me so much. Yes. So much effort and frustration. Trying to coerce them into
1: doing because something. Because mm-hmm. you cannot force a child to potty train. You really can't. They really will only do it when they're ready. And and it, I don't care what anybody tells you. I mean, you can try to encourage and they're. You can put so many stickers on whatever you want. You can give them
2: Eminem. (laughs) Don't fall for that one. That.
1: It didn't work for you oh
2: olivia sat on the toilet 25 times before i finally realized she was just doing it for the m&ms and i felt like the, the fool <laughs> she's like who's the dog here yeah really and, Like,
0: she tricked,
2: she tricked me and yes. i'm just like god i'm such an idiot i'm all well, the kid is just doing this so i'll give her m&ms yeah, and ms and i just not, like she has
1: no intention of peeing in the toilet felt
2: like pavlov's dog exactly I was just you're the dog I was the dog. Yes. I was ringing
1: the bell. Exactly. So, anyways, but uh, um that's you know and for me I know where my failures as a parent are. I can see it. I know exactly where my failures are. And it's because I ever was overcompensating for the way I was raised. My children are terrible at cleaning. Their rooms are disgusting. They don't yeah. they don't clean up after themselves. I mean they do but not as well as they should because when we were growing up our parents were militant. Like we would get I mean, honestly, we'd get beaten if we didn't have a clean room. Mm -hmm. So I was the opposite. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. You know, I don't I'm not going to be like that. And I know people who are like, oh, no, my child. Malia has friends whose parents, whose kids, they freak out when they come over and Malia's bed's not made. They're like, oh, my God, I couldn't I can't even go to school unless my bed's made. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. I I can't do it. Do you know Ryan's never cleaned a toilet? (gasps) Well, he needs to learn how to do that.
2: But I'm just saying, like, yes. that's that's the extent of, like, the bathroom cleaning. Like, yes. he's never cleaned a bathroom, ever.
1: Yeah, that's true. Although my kids have. They just don't like it. But uh, it's funny because I think most boys don't clean toilets. If you ever go to a single guy's pad, they'll give you clean sheets if they want to get laid. But God forbid you go in their bathroom. They'll spray Lysol or Pine Sol and put it in the tub just so it smells good in there. But if you ever try to pee in a single dude's toilet, it's usually pretty black. It, and it to be clean.
2: honest, between for the toilet, mm-hmm. Ryan and Victor, they should be cleaning the toilet. Uh, yeah,
1: there's but urine everywhere. I know. If you, <laughs> if you ever, I, I didn't notice this until I had ch- You know, till my son got older, is that I didn't know about the urine spray thing. Because I grew up in a house full of girls, so why would I know? But, you know, when they hit, like, you know, older, and they're yeah. peeing from a distance because they're tall or whatever, there was a lot of urine spray on the shower door which that I did not know about, and I didn't recognize. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh my god. I had, that first time you discover urine spray, it's a gross time. It's And it's like, we're filthy people. You think you're so dirty because you never noticed it before. And then suddenly you see it everywhere, always, and it's awful.
2: Yeah, boys are—they're uh, gross. They are.
1: They are gross, but they get away with so much. They too. do. They do. The other thing I was going to tell you about on the opposite spectrum of mothers, Daryl and I are trying to expose uh, some of you know our children to new food because. They kind of dictate, you know, just like when they're little, you know, there's a lot of chicken nuggets and corn that goes on in their lives when they're little. Right. Because you want them to eat. But we're like, Malia. Oh, and speaking of, Malia's decided to try to be a vegetarian. Oh, so she's going through that phase, too. Oh, my God. I just want to. I just don't know what to do. I'm just out of my mind. What brought this on? Her sister? No, you know it had she said <laughs> she says it has nothing to do with that, but this is the age where they show them the f- the food movie at school, where they show them how they slaughter chickens and pigs and how the inhumane places treat them, and
2: why do they show them
1: that? I have no idea, but it's just part of, uh, well, in English, I think English, it's, it's part of some curriculum in one of their classes. I mean, I remember reading The Jungle in high school. It's, you know, about the meat packing industry and, you know, the slaughterhouses and stuff. So I think it's just one of those things when you actually see how you get your chicken nuggets, suddenly it's not so appetizing. So she came home and she's like, I've decided that I'm going to only eat meat once a month. And I said, um... Okay, great. So we went to a Thai food restaurant because uh, a lot of Asian cuisine is vegetarian. Okay, and so we went to this really great little Thai food restaurant. Adorable. It was so great. Um, now I, <laughs> we, if it was up to Daryl, we would eat Asian cuisine all the time. I get burned out on it. I can't do sushi, Thai food, you know. Vietnamese food. We did it all in one week, and I just said, if I ever eat another rice, I'm just going to puke. I can't do it. So we go to this Thai food place. Malia doesn't like anything, of course. Everything tastes terrible. Vegetarian is not what she expected it to be. And, you know, Daryl and I are like, oh, everything's so good, but she hates it. So we're wrapping up our meal. This woman walks in to pick up some takeout, and she has her little boy with her. Now, I saw them, but it wasn't, you know, I just saw them walking in. The kid could not sit still, and he wasn't special, nothing like that. He was just busy. Right. So he came over to our table. Now, I thought maybe he knew us or something. He sat down and, like, sat next to me like he wanted to hug me, and I have, literally have chopsticks in my hand. I'm eating, and he turns to me. He goes, well, I'd like to be a part of this talk, and he's sitting because we're talking, and the mother, what do you think the mother did? Let him. Let him. Didn't do anything, and I went. I turned and I looked at him. I'm like, "Uh, no, 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 no. You're you're not going to be a part of this talk. Uh, you need to go back over to your mom." <sighs> All right, fine. So he gets up and walks away, and I'm looking, and the mother is giving me the look, like an evil eye look. And I'm thinking, what what has ha- what is going on? Is this something you allow him to do? And he started wandering through the restaurant, talking to others, and I'm thinking, man. Uh, You're not mothering at all. (laughs) You're you're not a mother. She's just one of those parents that just thinks like, oh, children should be free to do whatever they want. Free range parenting apparently is is the, you know, the way you're doing it. And I don't appreciate that. Free range parenting, if that's what that means, where we just let our children do whatever they want and let them experience. Sorry. No. I gave her a look back, of course. And then she suddenly corralled him. But it was very uncomfortable i'm like that is not how you mother by the way that is not a mother that's something a dad would do and then he would go hey nicholas get over here and that would be Leave those it. people alone yeah loudly <laughs> over you know over and i know these are pretty stereotypical but yes it's that's true pretty much how it would go down <laughs> i couldn't believe it that's it's out gr- of my mind that, I mean, that makes me mind. angry i hate it when i see bad parenting bothers me uh, bothers really, me a lot i yeah i don't like it at all if, if, can you even imagine doing that with our mom? Can you imagine being eight and wandering? <laughs> wandering we wouldn't over? be able to wander two feet before we'd get the arm. We get the pinch. You get the arm pinch. And I'm like, I'm thinking about that going, yeah, you know, there was a lot of things, you know, if I had declared that I was going to be a vegetarian to our mother, she would have laughed at me. She would have well, laughed. See, that, that's what I'm kind of
2: laughing. I'm not laughing, but. If one of my kids at 16 came to me and said, I'm going to be a vegetarian, I'd be like, no, you're not. You're going to eat whatever I cook.
1: <laughs> and I said that. I said, and I've said this before, too, when Mackenzie declared that she wanted to be a vegetarian, which she has been for a long time now. But I said this the other day. I said, you know, if I had ever pulled this crap with my parents, they would have said, um, no, there's no there's no menu choices here. You eat whatever is given to you and you'll eat all of it, by the way. Right. I know things have changed, but pretty much that's how it would have gone down. There would be no veg. I mean, can you imagine if we were vegetarians and they wanted a hamburger? No, you will not eat. You will not eat animals. You will eat this, these pea pods, and be happy that you have it. Or, or that's what the, we we'd get the
2: we'd get like you know a spoonful of corn or something <laughs> like that on our yeah. plate. Here you go, vegetarian.
0: The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your Lip and Clip Tip of the Week brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula.
2: Hi, Hugs. It's Paula here to talk about Avon. One of the Avon pages I haven't spoken to you about is the outlet section. Duh, I don't know why I haven't. This area has makeup, skincare, bath and body, fragrance, fashion, and jewelry. And they're all heavily discounted because they are going, going, gone. However, there are still many items worth purchasing. And that's what makes it such a steal. To get there, go to the main Avon page, click on the sales tab. Once you're there, on the left-hand side, go all the way to the bottom and click on the outlet tab and then shop away. Enjoy your amazing deals.
0: Get this and tons of other Lip & Clip favorites from our Avon store at UglyTruth.com shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs.
1: Anyway, so did you find any, and speaking of Mother's Day, which is a week away, have you found any interesting Mother's Day gifts?
2: So I went through a a couple of men's magazines. I think I went through Men's Health, uh, Mm -hmm. GQ, and uh, Maxim. And they had various lists on things that you can get for your mom for this Valentine's Day. And well, so, they should know. according to these <laughs> men's magazines, these are some items. And I have about five uh, you tell. that you should get. So then we'll decide if those are good. One of them is the Magnolia story. The Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh, book. my God.
1: I know, right? What would you do if you got were given that? Throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I'd be like, "What is this? What are you trying to say? Are we getting a re- Are we getting a flipped house? What is I this? Just, I I can't. I know you don't them. like them. No, I don't. Okay, so the big negative on the magnolia. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so the next one <laughs> is Coco
2: Rose Body Polish. It oh. is a body scrub for. Uh, your body your your body (laughs) so i was just like well that's an interesting one to put on the list
1: um you know why because when when you think of mother's day you want them to be pampered and so if they're not going to go to a spa to do it okay to get a body scrub they can do their own so i guess that's okay if you want to
2: think about your mom scrubbing her body then
1: yeah i'm not a big fan of that myself i wouldn't buy that well i mean a girl I, i think it would be okay i suppose but i wouldn't want like my 20 year old son buying me body scrub
2: Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of
1: odd. So this is a new one—a round beach towel. Oh yeah, ever heard of those? Yes, they're kind of new and cool, and um, you can also use them as—I mean, depending on the uh, fabric, you can use it as a little like cover-up
2: after yeah. you're done at the
1: beach you can wrap it yeah because it says yourself.
2: it fits too so it's yes. it's kind of it's kind of large so they showed it mm-hmm. in the picture on the sand so you can like lay it down and yeah. you can almost do it like um, you would if you were laying it like a blanket or a sheet down yeah but it's it's towel material and yes. then when you, you wrap you know wrap yourself around it you can wrap it around two people if you like so oh
1: that's cute see i and i actually really want one. Oh, you do I do, but it's not terry cloth material. They're they're actually more like a, um, not rayon, but they're just a thinner material, thinner cottony, soft material that you can oh, use to as okay. a beach
2: thing. But I got anyway. what you're saying. Okay, so this one is the coolest to me. Okay. It's a carry on cocktail tit carry not tit.
1: <laughs> wow, cocktail tits. A
2: carry on cocktail kit. It's a yeah. TSA approved tin, so it's like the basically like the size of a coaster okay. but it's like a tin so you know what those tins are where they have like a little lid you mean like a flask it's not a flask it's oh. it's like um like you've seen people get like decks of cards in them or like um oh, okay. cigarettes yes. Or, yes, yes 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 so like the tins Yes. Um, so it's, so it's TSA small. approved tin, like like I said, the size of a uh, of like a coaster. Okay, and it's got all the ingredients you need to make an old fashioned mid air. What? <laughs> I love it. And even like on the little napkin that's inside, it's got the instructions of like what you need. And it's got (gasps) like little sugar packets and, you know, that is like a stir stick and everything. That is so cool. Isn't that the coolest? Oh, my God. Send me the link. (laughs) I will send you the link. I want to see that. The last one was a pocket knife. (laughs) Well, appealing to the ladies. GQ says. You can uh, whittle your effigies with okay. this pocket knife. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe it's a way for mom to stay safe, too.
1: All, all I know is that our mother, when she was single, had a Swiss Army knife on her keychain. Do you know the that whole blade? time. That blade was like an inch and a half long. It didn't matter to her. She would take that thing out when she was walking to her car at night. <laughs> she had that thing open and out when she would walk to her car because she's like keys. You know, they always used to tell women back in the day that you would put your keys in between your fingers like a like brass knuckles. Yeah. And that that could help you. But the reality is, is that a little pocket knife would is far more effective. And so she would take it out. I, I can see it as clear as day, a little two inch knife. It was like maroon or brown. or It was a brown it looked like a baby buck knife and she would yeah. open that thing up and it wasn't very big it, it was... wasn't even sharp no it wasn't that's the other thing it was kind of dull and I always wondered why she never we got used to play with it all the time constantly we did that's probably why it was dull we could have <laughs> killed our mother <laughs> god so yeah I'm all about that I'm all in on the on the pocket knife.
0: Yeah,
2: no, I think it's a good idea, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. You, you know? know, a lot
1: of a lot of people carry... Po-
2: Tyler and Kenzie have pocket knives. Victor car- constantly carries... Well, yeah. it's not a pocket knife. Well, yeah, I guess technically well, it's a pocket I knife. Well, I mean, if you could put it in your pocket, I guess it's a pocket knife. But he but, constantly carries... He, he feels naked if he doesn't have his knife on him.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are like that. I, I, I never n- really thought about it, but, they, but everyone I know in our family has one. It's kind of a thing. And yeah. Tyler... Malia is the only one that does not have a pocket knife or a knife because she still goes to school where you probably she'd probably get expelled for showing probably. up with a buck knife of some kind. But <laughs> when she's home alone and it's the sun sets, which is not very often, um, I'm like, well, what do you have? She goes, oh, well, I have an empty apple cider bottle. And she keeps that next to her bed. Oh, so she can smash it against someone. So she head. can. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to get you a bat. I'm going to get you a baseball bat because that's what I always had was a baseball bat. Yeah. So. She's like, well, I have a knife under my bed. She said this a long time ago. And I look under her bed. It's a butter knife. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't going to do anything for anyone. So maybe it's time to get you your first pocket knife. When we said (laughs) that you need to smear someone out,
2: we didn't mean smear someone else. Yes.
1: It's hard, though, when you're not, you know, when you when you don't have any violence in your body, it's like you don't you don't fantasize about killing people like I do. (laughs) Like like our
2: family does. Like we all
1: you know, we all plan it out accordingly that perhaps that's why maybe normal thinking people don't think about having knives under their beds. That's why they have to train like self-defense and things like that. Yes. They don't don't know how to hurt others. Yeah, they don't. It doesn't come naturally to some (laughs) unlike us. Well, I want a wheelbarrow for Mother's Day. A wheelbarrow. I've been wanting a wheelbarrow for years and no one ever remembers. And one year I got a chaise lounge like a like a lawn uh one that you sit out in the sun. Oh, okay. I got one of those one year. Actually, I've 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 received that twice. I got a cheap one the first time and then I got a nicer one the next time. Other than that, oh, I well, I got a purse once that you assisted in picking out. <sighs> God, you'll never forgive me for that. The bright pink coach bag. it's not your fault. it was his fault for for listening to you. <laughs> I loved it. I know you did, and I would have given it to you. yes, so i and I've received jewelry um many, many pieces of jewelry from you know the elite stores of j c. Penny and uh, <laughs> things but but i mean it's always the thought that counts i mean and when the kids get it like i still have it like i still have those little pieces because they picked it out you know it's it's special i mean yeah i don't you know and the homemade stuff is always great for me i don't really and this is only if you insist on getting something like i i love the card i and i like homemade cards the best personally yeah but this year, you know, now we're getting into, you know, we're in this phase where I'm not super old, so they don't want to wheel me out to brunch. Right.
0: But I'm not
1: at the point where, you know, they, they inundate me at 6 a.m. with their horrible breakfast and all that stuff. True. Kenzie's working. <laughs> you know, mm. it's one of those things. It's like, well, it's Mother's Day. Yeah, I got to work. OK. Whatever. <laughs> right. I only gave you life. But, you know, you go and serve those, those mochas. Oh, well, what can you do? Yeah. You know what? I'm honestly not that um, I'm not that emotionally attached to that personally, but I do love the tradition of getting my fruit salad and my mimosa. Oh, that's nice. I'll get that. And then, uh, you know, a card. And I always instruct Daryl, I am not your mother. Do not buy me a card. Oh, okay. Please. I'm not on I don't want your appreciation for being a great mother. OK, it's not your it's really not your job. You can when they were little. Yes, you can buy them their cards, but I prefer handmaids personally. Mm-hmm. So let's just, you know, save your six dollars or however much they are nowadays. God, they're ridiculous. I know. I'm like, just don't do it. OK, you're I'm not your mom. That's I go. You send your mother your her card. And he's really good about sending her. Something that she would really appreciate. That's so nice, yeah. Because yes, you know he still has his mother. So yes. like you just leave it there. What about you? What do you think you're gonna be up to?
2: Oh, to be honest, I think at this point Victor doesn't even know Mother's Day is coming up. So. <laughs> uh... I imagine sometime midweek next week. He'll, There'll be it'll a run be, to Walmart. It'll be brought to his attention. Or Friday, the kids will have something crammed in their backpack. Right. That, you know, if I choose to dig through, I can give myself a Mother's Day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, either Sunday morning. Um, the kids will be woken up at some ungodly hour and taken saying to saying, you guys, it's
1: Mother's Day. We have to do something. Yes.
2: Like, Let's I go get her an Egg McMuffin that she can't eat because there's gluten in it. <laughs> and then uh, Olivia will be discouraged from purchasing a necklace because it's the one I already have. Right. Right. You know, Walmart's finest. So Yes. Walmart's finest jewelry. I imagine
1: that's how Mother's Day will we'll go this year when that happens it's always the heartfelt stuff that means the most like if if olivia or ryan made something at school which they tend to do in elementary school yeah they do those are pretty cool yeah they are i always like those gifts i always thought those were great and you know if you have a little one who goes to kindergarten or preschool they always do the little poem with their handprints i have one hanging on my wall actually next to doesn't it make you cry every time yes every time there's a little poem like, s- it's like i know they're that just I'm so like, small. Well, i know
2: i make messes on the wall but one day i won't be so small
1: you're like yeah. i know you're already know. so big i love you my child <laughs> and then suddenly all is forgiven and they're just like what Dog. does it say <laughs> like one time yeah exactly what did i write with your s- little scrawling letters that barely connect uh one year mackenzie i think she was in third or fourth grade and they made these little mother's day gifts with their hand and then their school picture uh was on it and you know in elementary school they do two pictures they do the fall and the spring portraits right it was the spring portrait and i never buy those packages because they always look like crap so she they they got the uh, like they got the proof of them and so they were able to use their proof and they Put that on there for Mother's Day. And so I opened it up, and the picture was so terrible. I started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And Mackenzie started sobbing immediately, (laughs) started crying. (laughs) You hate it. I'm like, no, no, I love it. I absolutely love it because I think that terrible school pictures are the best school pictures, They are personally. funny. They're the best because they don't, they just They just are. I love them when they're terrible. And so, I, I'm like, no. I actually love this photo. I love this gift. I will have it forever. You will? I'm like, I promise. I love it so much. I had it hanging in my kitchen for years. I can't find it now, but she would come in and turn it over so she couldn't see the photo. <laughs> but I would always turn it back. I'm like, no, this is the best picture ever. Her hair was, like, sticking up because she like it they you know and then they always put their hair behind their ears which i never understand why they do that but it's the best it was one of the best mother's day gifts i ever got that i funny. loved it and she remembers it like it happened yesterday she's so like <laughs> she's so just she was so tortured Bitter. by that yeah and i'm like oh you know what forget you man it was a great gift and it was funny as hell and i loved it i loved it it's my gift now yeah, wait till you're a mom. You'll, you'll love those terrible things too. They're the best. Just awesome. Okay, so speaking of terrible and funny, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. <laughs>
2: Like I said, we had to buy new tennis shoes for Ryan and the pool just opened up at the apartment complex. So the girls were, you know, super excited. Olivia already had a swimsuit, but, you know, as puberty goes, Crystal has Mm -hmm. grown and she had grown out of her swimsuit. And so she needed to get a new one. Well, we went and bought Ryan Tennis Shoes, and up the shopping mall was the Children's Place store.
1: Okay. And
2: so I'm like, you know, I'm curious if they have bathing suits, because if they do, I would rather just go there and then go back home instead of having to drive all the way to like Target or Walmart or something like that, because I just, I don't want to do that. So we walk up to the Children's Place, and I walk in the store, and I start looking around, and... I'm not seeing any bathing suits. And so I walk back over to a section where I saw a lady when I first walked in. And I said, excuse me, ma'am. And she looked up at me and I said, do you guys, um, are you guys selling any swimsuits this year? Mm -hmm. And she just paused and then she looked at me and she said, I don't work here.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. You're one of those people. That is so funny. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) So. I found out they don't sell swimsuits, but as we left oh. the store, Ryan's like, well, I think you have your ugly and awkward moment for the week. Oh, God. You
1: know what? I hate it. I hate it when they do that to me.
2: Every Everyone in my family knows now. Yes. If I do something, you know, Daryl does it to me all the time.
1: Or, I hate it. He's like, oh, is that your awkward moment? I'm like, I want to hit you really hard right now. That's going to be my awkward moment. My awkward moment is how I hit you. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it so much, but yes, awkward. That's super funny. So you're going to be the old lady that walks up to random customers saying, "Excuse me, can you tell me where the pond lotion is? Yeah, I but just at, can't seem to find it." At least when you're old, you get people to help you, even if That's they don't true. work there. <laughs> yeah, when you walk up and you're a healthy thirty-something, they look at you and they're like, <laughs> "They're all fuck off. I don't work here." It's like, uh, "I don't know what you're thinking, but I don't work here." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, sorry." Sorry. But then again, then she has to reflect going, what am I wearing right now? <laughs> right. I look like I'm wearing a uniform. <laughs> this isn't good. Right. Bad. Anyway, that's a good though. Mine is, oh God, I felt like our mother. And I don't even know if our mom's ever done this, but I felt, God, I felt so awkward. So uh, the other day I had to go to pick up uh, a prescription for Daryl and it was at our grocery store. So I I thought, you know what? I have like an hour to kill before I have to pick up Malia from school. So I'm gonna pick up the prescription and then right next door is TJ Maxx, which I love. I love TJ Maxx. So you can always find something cool in there, something you don't need. And so I pulled in and the parking lot is being paved. They're doing asphalt paving on a 90 degree day in the middle of the afternoon for some ungodly reason. And so half the parking lot is closed. And so I had to park on the other side of the grocery store and then walk all the way to the other, you know, to the other entrance and then TJ Maxx. So I was parked inconveniently farther away than I would normally be if I was just running in and running out. And so um, I'm parked over there. So I do my job, pick up the prescription, go to TJ Maxx by... Things that I shouldn't buy because it's TJ Maxx and they have amazing purses and trinkets and stuff. Right. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to go. Malik gets out of school. So I get out completely forgetting because I just don't retain unimportant information that I didn't park right in front of the store like I normally do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, They're paving. So I've got to walk over a little bit. I wandered through that parking lot from one end to the other, I could not find my car. Oh my God. I could not remember where I parked. Now I'm not losing it. It's just that I didn't pay attention when I got out of the car where I parked because of the whole concept of me always parking. And I always have such good luck parking in the front row that I never have to wander too far down because my car is right there. I can usually see it from wherever I am. I got out of the store and went. Oh yeah, that's right. I can't. I can't walk straight because it's all blocked off. And they were finished. Par- they were finished paving. So there wasn't. They there wasn't anything in front of me, but they were still paving in the back. So when I can't find when this happens, and it's happened one other time in my in my life, I hit my alarm. Yeah. So I can hear it. I couldn't hear it because of all the construction. Oh so, no. So and I have two big bags. So I, I'm sure I looked like a mouse in a maze looking for my car and the thing is is that I know that no one even cares no one's noticing me but I always think there is a there are security cameras watching the parking lot of course and there's there's someone watching me wander through the parking lot And then I went, oh, yeah, I parked on the other side of the strip mall. I'm way over. And so I had to walk through all these lanes. I felt like such an idiot. Because the thing is, is when I'm walking through, I have to act like I know where I'm going. I can't look like I am, which is completely lost. Like, "Ah." So I'm walking, and then there's always that thing. I don't know about you, but I'm always walking around going, "Did my car get stolen?" And <laughs> Do people do that anymore? Do they steal right out of parking lots in in the daylight? I don't just, even remember. Just one car. <laughs> yeah, just the one single vehicle in this packed parking lot because it's completely packed because half the parking lot shut down, and so I, I, I have that look like I'm lost on an island. Hello. Oh my god. Anyone? And I'm like, do I have to be that person that has to get some assistance and have them drive me in the golf cart looking for my car? Oh, my God. It was so funny and embarrassing. I'm like, oh, my God. I hate it when this happens to me. And I know it happens to others. But walking up and down the parking lot looking for my car and I, then I see it. and I'm, It's three lanes over from where I was. So I'm looking in this area and I was nowhere near it. And finally I had to, I'm like, oh my God. So I had to like trek on over, walk all the way to the other side. And I'm like, thank God, finally I found it. And then I was, then I'm acting like I, I knew all along, like I knew all along that I was six rows away from my car, which is like a block. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed. But the thing is, is that there, no one notices, you know, I think everyone sees it and they don't. Well, thank God. I was going to say, did anybody like watch you do all this? Or? Did anybody watch you going, I'm sorry, do you need something? Are you OK? <laughs> wonder no. if you were lost. Just the security guy who was probably watching the video feed laughing at me, wandering around like a, like a mouse in a maze. But no, no one saw. So you win this week because oh, awesome. you embarrassed someone but or embarrassed yourself in front you of someone. And yourself. although yeah. Big Brother probably saw me doing it, no one that is true. no one else all right well i
2: think that's a wrap so uh thanks everybody for joining us and uh hopefully you uh got some good little tidbits for upcoming mother's day one please don't forget so if anything you took away mother's day is coming up and two continue to order from our avon link and our amazon link we appreciate your patronage and other than that oh we have some good news our ancestry dna is in the works so yes, i got an processed. email my spit is in the lab
1: i know so. you know wouldn't you think that thing would like dehydrate i don't
2: like really wouldn't know. it go away well maybe that's why i had to give so much it was not a small amount <laughs> so. i don't wanna know what that lab
1: smells like <laughs> i would wear a mask well, I'm
2: sure they do. It's a lab. So. All the gingivitis in there. Oh, okay. You don't have, Now you had to go and make <laughs> it gross. So Sorry. on that note, I guess we'll smell you guys later. Smell you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.